Chapter 5. A Glance at the Early Life. A Paucity of Narrations. Now the first era of the life of the Holy Prophet wasallam, has come to an end. Yet a sense of contentment is missing and the heart does not let the hand stop writing. It appears as if the events of the first 40 years of the life of the Holy Prophet wasallam, are not preserved with such details as were the events of the latter era. This is very natural because the way he was looked upon in the time of his prophethood was missing in that first period. Still, had early historians exerted more attention on the period of life prior to prophethood and had sought events with greater diligence and effort, many additional details could have been found. However, the information currently present as compared to other previous prophets is far greater. This information is sufficient evidence to, of the magnificent, holy, and pure life of the Holy Prophet prior to his advent. Illiteracy of the Holy Prophet Readers have probably noted that in this 40-year lifespan, no allusion has been made to the education of the Holy Prophet. In actuality, the level of education in Arabia was very low, and in this regard, there was little difference between the nobles and commoners. As a matter of fact, even influential chieftains were generally as uneducated and illiterate as were the common people. There is no doubt that educated individuals were found here and there throughout the country. Such people were found more in Mecca as compared to the other places. However, it is proven that the Holy Prophet wasallam was completely illiterate and uneducated. It seems as if it was the hand of God and the illiteracy of the Holy Prophet wasallam, so that the grandeur of his scholarly miracle could be further magnified. Along with this, we learn that many letters and treaties, etc. were often prepared before the Holy Prophet and were continually observed by him during the period of his prophethood. As a result, he developed a recognition of letters to some extent later on in his life. Therefore, it becomes evident from one hadith that on the occasion of the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, whilst the treaty was being prepared, the Holy Prophet wasallam crossed the words Rasulullah by his own hand and wrote, Ibn Abdullah in its place after the infidels objected to it. It is quite possible that the use of the root word katab in hadith about that occasion, meaning to write, could also imply to get written. This is because sometimes writing and to get written is denoted by the same word in general conversation. In this case, the meaning of the word kataba would be that the portion of the treaty which the Holy Prophet ﷺ crossed was crossed by his own hand. But whatever was written afterwards was written by his scribe. In any case, whichever meaning is accepted, it does not affect the illiteracy of the Holy Prophet. Circle of Friends Prior to his prophethood, the circle of friendly relations of the Holy Prophet seems to be quite limited. This is because the Holy Prophet was one to prefer seclusion from the beginning and never intermingled with the common society of Mecca during any part of his life. However, there was a few individuals with whom the Prophet possessed a relationship of friendship. The most distinct among them was Hazrat Abu Bakr, also known as Abdullah bin Abi Kuhafa, 
who belonged to a noble family of the Quraysh. On account of his nobility and aptitude, his people looked upon him with great reverence. Next to him was Hakim bin Hizam, who was the nephew of Hazrat Khatija. He was a man of exceptionally decent nature. In the beginning, he did not accept Islam, yet he held feelings of sincerity and love for the Holy Prophet Ultimately, his natural propensity drew him to Islam. The Holy Prophet also had relations with Zad bin Amr. He was a near relative of Hazrat Umar and was among those who had abandoned polytheism even the time of the Jahaliyyah. He attributed himself to the Abrahamic religion but passed away prior to the advent of Islam. The Prophet's religion prior to his commission. Since Islam with its detailed injunctions was revealed later, no one can claim or has ever asserted that the Holy Prophet was a follower of Islamic injunctions prior to his revelation. However, it is evidently proven from history that the Holy Prophet, in conformity to his pure nature, always refrained from the filthy rituals of the Arab society and never practiced idolatry. Therefore, during the time of his prophethood, the Holy Prophet used to say to Hazrat Aisha, I have never eaten from the sacrificial offerings made to idols. Hazrat Ali relates in a narration that once someone said to the Holy Prophet, O Messenger of Allah, have you ever worshipped idols? The Prophet replied, No. Then the people inquired, have you ever consumed alcohol? The Prophet responded, No. Then he said, I have always detested these things, but prior to Islam I had no knowledge of religious law or faith. The Prophet's Virtues and Manners It has already been mentioned that prior to his advent, the Prophet was renowned by the title of Al-Amin among the Quraysh. This is conclusive evidence of his trustworthiness, honesty, and high morals. Such was the level of his honesty and speech, as even a bitter enemy, the likes of Abu Jahal, once during the time of the prophethood, addressed the Holy Prophet, saying, O Muhammad, we do not consider you to be a liar, but we consider that which you have brought to be a lie. Abu Sufyan was presented before Heraclius, king of Rome. Heraclius questioned him about the Holy Prophet. Prior to his claim, have you ever seen this man lie? At that time, Abu Sufyan was at war with the Holy Prophet. But upon this question, he was unable to give any answer other than la, meaning no. Umayyah bin Khalaf was a vehement enemy of the Holy Prophet. But when Sa'ad bin Mu'ad informed him of the prophecy of his death made by the Holy Prophet, he lost all senses and in anxiety mentioned this to his wife, saying, By God, when Muhammad speaks, he does not lie. Then Anadar bin al-Ahrith was among the fervent enemies of Islam. But when he heard someone say that God forbid Muhammad is a liar, he said at once, Muhammad was a child among you, and he was the most virtuous of all. He was the most honest in speech and the most trustworthy. And this remained your view of him until you observed his hair turning gray, and he reached his old age, and he brought to you that which he brought. Then you began to say that he is a magician and liar. By God, he is not a liar, nor is he a magician. By this statement, another bin al-Harith meant the same as Abu Jahal. That is to say, we do not consider Muhammad to be a liar, but consider the religion he has brought to be a lie. When the Holy Prophet began the propagation of Islam and gathered the Quraysh upon a hillock and said to them, If I tell you that a large army is gathered behind this hillock, ready to launch an assault against you, will you believe me? Even though this apparently seemed impossible, everyone responded, Yes, we shall believe you, for we have always found you truthful. The Holy Prophet responded, Then I tell you this, the chastisement of God approaches from which you should save yourselves. All of these testimonies are of the most 
vehement of enemies. No testimony is required from the believers because their acceptance is in itself a powerful testimony. However, at this instance, I cannot rest without including the testimony of the wife of the Holy Prophet, Hazrat Khatija. When the angel of God first came to the Prophet with revelation and the Holy Prophet apprehensively said to Khatija, I fear for myself, Khatija, who was intimately aware of his life, naturally said the following words, Nay, nay, by God, Allah shall never dishonor you. You treat your kith and kin with love and are truthful and mitigate the burdens of others. You have brought together lost virtues within yourself and you are hospitable and you assist others in the way of truth. This testimony is of that venerable lady who day and night, while sitting and standing, eating and drinking, while sleeping and awake, observed the, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam.